At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Hour number three of primetime action. Ben Wilson joined by Jeff Parles, Kelly Bidlin behind the glass because we're filling in for Gil Alexander. Matt Brown, he's back tomorrow. Gil out all week. But we still have look, the usual, usual cast, usual crew. Sean McCollum here on audio. Isaiah Wrinkle downstairs. Jeremy Wengel, technical director. Jeff sweating first inning bets with pitchers changed on him. After two-hour rain delays. So it's basically just another night. Out I, I'm really thrilled that that managed to happen to me. That's, that's I, 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 you I made one rem- bet tonight and that happened. I, I, don't, I don't remember that. Uh, I don't remember the last time that's happened to me, but I'm sure it's happened in the past. I'm sure, it, 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 I'm sure it's happened in the past. <laughs> uh, we had some NBA Finals discussion a little bit earlier in the show. Wanted to keep that going since we have game number three tomorrow in Boston. And we welcome back our good friend, Drew Dinsick from the Deep Dive podcast. Find him. On the Twitter machine, whale underscore capper, analyst for NBC Sports Edge. Drew, great to see you. I know you were on last week, and we talked pre-series. You like the Celtics in five. We've seen a win for each team so far. Anything for you that has changed overall in, in your overall series outlook of this one so far through two games? Not really. Uh, I still think the Celtics are the better team. I think they have the advantages in game three and game four. And uh, realistically, if they, you know, the idea was split games one, two, hold home court in games three and four, and then you have a ton of flexibility if you're holding the Celtics in five, nine to one in, you know, when you get to games, game five in, in San Francisco. Um, I think ultimately, as the series goes deeper, uh, there are fewer adjustments available for Golden State in terms of what they can do, giving you a you know kind of a new and surprising looks offensively. So I would expect that kind of as you go three, four, five, six, if six, if we get there, uh, that the Boston Celtics defense will continue to put pressure on Golden State offensively. Uh, Steph Curry is carrying an enormous amount of the load so far in this series, uh, and while you know that he has been better than. Uh, I think a lot of people had projected in terms of, you know, just in, you know, how clean his looks have been and how efficient he has been with the ball in his hand, not turning it over at all uh, and just absolutely drilling wide open, you know, looks from three. Um, I still think that having to carry so much of the offense and having so little support from guys like Clay Thompson and Draymond Green offensively is ultimately going to wear him down to some degree. Um, I think uh, Celtics in general have not really had to go to their war chest so far to find adjustments and tweaks to uh, unlock some of their offensive potential. Uh, so far, we've seen some pretty pedestrian stuff from them. A lot of settling for contested looks from uh, long twos and three. Uh, and I think uh, you're going to see a much more varied 
um, you know, offensive approach from them in game three, a lot more emphasis on getting to the rim, getting to the free throw line. Uh, and honestly, that's uh, that's exactly what I hope happens uh, as a, a Boston Celtics holder. But, uh, you know, I think going to bat with them uh, with the cheap first half price and the cheap full game price, considering how many adjustments are available to them, I think uh, is a fair play for game three. Drew, good to see you again for the second time in 12 hours. Uh, just uh, l- l- looking at uh, – you and I talked about this a little bit this morning on a numbers game, but I want I want to bring this to the night audience as well. The MVP markets, you and I are in agreement that if Steph – if Golden State wins this series, the MVP is going to Steph Curry. Not only the narrative uh, that he's never won a finals MVP, but by the fact that he's been by far Golden State's best player and will be this whole series – but, Drew, just looking at this from the Boston perspective, since this morning Tatum is down even further to plus 115 to win the finals MVP. Jalen Brown's 9-1, to one, and then you get into the crazy prices of Horford and Smart at 70-1. to one. Uh, Drew, uh, with, with the way Tatum has played so far in the series, you're thinking that this <laughs> could be – look, this could be worth a, a little bit of a small play on someone down the board here for Boston. Yeah, I guess uh... – let me clarify a couple things. So someone very smart, uh, you know, group really very smart people heard us talking about that this morning and immediately pushed back. <laughs> they were like, no, Tatum has like 95% <laughs> of this equity. You're crazy. Uh, and I thought hard about that after hearing that. And I was like, you know what? Like this is a voted on award and there is a ton of people who are desperately interested in crowning Tatum as sort of the next guy, uh, move him up the progression into, you know, they voted for him for all NBA first team. They want him to be in that discussion as sort of the, uh, you know, the next great player coming down the pipeline here for NBA stardom. And that's all true. And they are going to vote for him, even if he has games like he had in game two, where, you know, you, with your eyeball test, it was like, man, this guy is not playing well. Um, but you know, the scoreline still helps support that he had, you know, a narrative that he had a good game and, uh, you know, somebody has to win it for Boston. And, you know, the idea that there's anyone else that can put up so much impressive, you know, such an impressive statistical performance that they can wrestle it away from him, considering how much, uh, kind of wind is behind his sails to kind of be anointed the guy. I, I, I get it. Now that said, I haven't bet into the MVP market at all. Cause I just feel like if you're. Mm-hmm. You know, if the if we're right and the Celtics have the adjustments, if they have the series, ultimately at the end of the day, then, you know, fire away on Celtics. <laughs> like you don't really need to get cute. Uh, and so, you know, my my mindset is I'm annoyed with Tatum personally. I'm I wish he was playing better uh, personally. Uh, and so that may be shading some of my perspective on this thing. Um, I wouldn't run to the window and back any of the uh, the long shots, but uh, in the back of my head, considering the way he's played, I feel like the door is still open. Um, but, uh, you know, the points are fair that, um, you know, that this is a narrative, you know, voter-based award, and uh, it doesn't always go to the correct player. And Marcus Smart for the Celtics defensive play of the year is probably a classic example. Like they campaigned on his behalf and he got that award. And, you know, I won a bunch of money on it, so I was fine with it. But ultimately, <laughs> was he the best defensive player in the NBA? No freaking way. Um, so it's, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's always important to kind of keep that in perspective. It's not necessarily always about who is the most valuable player to their team in a given series or over a given season. Um, but sometimes it does come down to, you know, the media side of things. And uh, if, for Tatum, that, that does play into this uh, particular 
uh, award market. Yeah, right, plus one fifteen right now at uh, DraftKings. As far as the uh, player prop perspective, and we talked about this earlier, like the big concern I have had, at least with the Warriors, is looking at Clay Thompson and, and just his lack of mobility in general. I think we were all Kelly, Jeff, and I. We were all surprised to see his player prop for tomorrow. Still, still a lot of respect to the market at nineteen and a half. Or how, what are you thinking uh, on a number like that with how brutal he has been? Thirteen and a half points, thirty-two percent from the field so far. So there is a path to him getting that, but it involves specifically the Celtics selling out to stop Steph Curry. Um, they, you know, the, the, the Celtics, I thought have done a masterful job of keeping guys, uh, relatively close to him around the three point line where he is getting not clean looks from three, but contested looks. And if you look at sort of the splits since Clay Thompson's returned, he is unbelievably good at filling it up when he is getting clean, you know, wide open looks from three and the Celtics just have prevented him from having those opportunities this series so far. Now they're getting utterly buried by Steph. Uh, and if they put two on ball and that could present some opportunities for clay to get some open looks, then he could hit that number. Um, but it was pretty telling the amount of usage he had in game two and how it fruitless it felt, uh, you know, they kept him out there against the scrubs in the fourth quarter for a long time. And it felt like Kerr desperately trying to get him going offensively, get him a little bit of confidence, seeing the ball go through the hoop. And it just wasn't happening. Uh, Clay, in my opinion, is uh, somewhat of a liability for the Golden State Warriors in this series, considering his conditioning right now. And, um, you know, I think I think realistically, um, asking as much as they have asked from him in this run, considering how serious the injuries were that he's coming off, you know, returning from, uh, you know, it was always going to be a long shot for him to be, uh, you know, 2017 Clay Thompson here. Um, 19 and a half is fair, if not a little high. Um, I think ultimately, uh, you know, there's a decent amount of game outcomes here where the Boston adjustments work. They're winning pretty comfortably. Uh, and you could see the, uh, you know, the starters for Golden State get a little bit of a blow in the uh, in the fourth quarter here, which would put even you know more likelihood that this comes in under. So this is under a pass in my mind. Drew, just flipping it to the Boston side of this on on props. Uh, we were talking earlier about the role players, especially Horford and White, who both have 11 and a half point totals for this game is there a number in your mind that at some point at least we saw what Horford went uh, only scored two points in game two but at least for Derek White who has had two over games in a row is there a number at some point where you look to go under on Derek White's point total Ooh, uh 11's not it I can tell you, uh, I like his matchup a lot and I like what he brings, you know, just coming off the bench as far as a, uh, uh, a role player. And, um, you know, if this continues to creep and it gets up to the 13 and a half, 14 and a half range, then you're probably looking at unders here for white. Um, but, um, again, kind of what he does and how that plays into the adjustments for the Celtics in this series, I think lends for him to have a particularly good game three. Frankly, I think he's going to attack the rim relatively frequently when he's out there. I don't think he's going to be settling for threes. Um, you know, he's he, of, of the Celtics who were making um, threes in that fourth quarter of their game one win. His were the flukiest, surely. Um, and, uh, you know, to the degree he recognizes that and the coaching identifies that for him on film. And then he, uh, you know, kind of goes with his, uh, you know, drive and dish, uh, you know, kind of game in this game three, I would not be, not be surprised. Uh, uh, and he may get a beneficiary of a a favorable whistle with the, uh, game being in the garden as well. So I could see, uh, I could see white still hitting that number. 
Um, and I probably wouldn't look for an under on white until it gets into the 14 and range. Kelly Bidlin, happy to, happy to hear that from behind the glass. Uh, Drew, in 30 seconds, in, <laughs> in the grass court season now for tennis, who are players that you're, you're interested to watch here in this four-week buildup to uh, Wimbledon? Ooh, well, uh, Roland Garros was all about lopsided draw, where the women's was, you know, one player to beat and Iga Shriantek, and no one could do it. That's right. exactly flips on its head for grass season, where the men's side is Djokovic's. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Player to beat and, you know, don't overthink it. Uh, market, obviously, extremely high on him. Um, you know, and, and really, like all of the other potential contenders are either out of form or injured and not playing or returning from uh, long injury uh, absence. So, you know, there's somebody will, you know, will surprise, will break out if somebody with a strong serve who, you know, just finds a little bit of grass form these next couple of weeks on the men's side and make a final. But they're going to get uh, they're going to get beat three zero by Djokovic in the final, yeah. probably. And then the women's side, I think, is wide open. Uh, yeah. I think Iga, you know, does definitely doesn't have quite the quality on grass as she does on clay, so anyone can win now. Drew, thank you for the time. As always, can't wait to listen to you and Gil. You'll break down, I know, Wimbledon on his podcast uh, coming up. So as always, a pleasure. Whale underscore Capper joining us here on Primetime Action. We'll come back, talk some NFL MVP odds on the other side. You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit vsin.com to check the current betting splits data. The betting splits page will show you where the money and bets are moving for every game, and now it's updated every 10 minutes so you can see changes in all the action. You'll be able to see where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money does not match the public opinion. You can check out not only tonight's action, but future events as well. Betting splits are another way. VSIN is here to make you a smarter, better year-round. Check out today's betting splits for every game at vsin.com. Back with Jeff Parles. I'm Ben Wilson. We're filling in for Gil Alexander, Matt Brown tonight. Matt, back on the show tomorrow. Gil out for the rest of the week. But Kelly Bidlin never takes a day off unless friends are in town and there is going to be, you know, party. Yeah, like anymore. last Monday. Like yep. last Monday. That's okay. Base, you're like you're batting like 90. I never take a day off in the last eight days. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> we have like a we have a whiteboard in here. Number you know number of days since Kelly last took a day off and it's yeah hey, it's, it's, he, it's eight. It's more. He's eight. got a bigger stretch than me. That that is very yeah. true. You just got back from a little a little vacation, uh, and you are you come right back in and you you bet the so this oh this this, 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 this pirates tigers first inning yes it's not was so good. doomed as soon as the as soon as the rain delay happened. It's even more doomed now, especially if Quintana throwing a nine-pitch first inning. Two-hour rain delay. Looking Tigers, like Sandy Koufax in Tigers, the first inning. Tigers changed their pitcher from Willie Peralta to Tariq Skubal. And, and then Jose Quintana 
sets down the side for the Tigers in the top of the first in nine pitches. However, Jeff, your other bet, you have need in-game, one more run in game over 14 and a half in Nationals Marlins. You made that bet when it was what 10 nothing in the ten fifth, I believe. It is now 12 2. Uh, and a pitcher I've never heard of, his last name is Head. Maybe he's Luther Head's long-lost cousin uh, on the mound, and it's 12-2. They just got a run with Juan Soto. Josh Bell up, runner on second, yeah. one out. You are one ne- run away. Nelson Cruz with an with a excuse-me opposite field double on a ball I don't think he even really meant to swing at. Oh, so they got Soto out. Yeah, Soto, oh. Soto flew out the yeah, left, did nothing, uh, but uh, Cruz – was able to get it done. I, I just I just need a. You know what's going to happen here? Bell's going to get a hit, and Cruz is going to get thrown out at the plate because he can't run anymore. That's what's going to happen here. That would be the funniest way two, for me yeah, to lose, right? Two sweats going for Parles. No, two well, sweats. it's a primetime action with with me on the show. All right, be- betting true serum. Would you be happy just splitting these two right oh, now? Oh, hundred percent. You yes. take that in a second. Yes, yes, yes. If this splits. If this splits, because I, I got to check the juice, but it's pretty sure it's minus one hundred and four. I ended up getting on the Marlins over. I, I mean, it would be a, it would be a slight it would be a slight loss when this is all said and done. When inevitably the the Pirates go down in order, is is, is Scoob, Scoobles going to strike out the side? I wish I wish there was a bet of of <laughs> of, of of there being six up, six down as soon as they announce Scoobles as the starter. Fourteen pitches, four outs. Come I, I know, I know, uh, I know, I know. One, at least one of the I know at least one of the new books has the uh like they did the three yeah. in the nfl's in the excuse me the nba season they did the three by two which was three threes in the first two minutes of the game uh but now they have uh two hits in the first inning yes no so yeah. oh wow interesting. so i that as soon as as soon as we saw that uh and there you go one pitch ground let's see this is all right this is gonna 15. be the easiest this is gonna be the easiest no of all time here where we're gonna have the pitchers basically throw a combined less than 20 20 pitches here it's good. It's real good. Pretty, Big spot. I don't know why. Well, I, I should have. I should have just bet out of it. Uh, that, as soon as we got the <laughs> rain delay, I know. Hindsight twenty. I mean, ben, ben did bring it up. I did. Like, I, did, I, did, did I, looked, I even looked it up for you. Too. I know. He's looking out for you. I know. It wasn't quite. Wasn't quite all the way out of a buyout. But what are you gonna do? Hey, you, gonna do? you got a big spot here though, down in Miami. If the Nationals bring in a position player, I'm going to win, which means that probably the position player will throw zero well, up. Uh, the position player will pull a uh, – we'll well, who is it? Randall Gritchick when it had a 1-2-3 inning for the Rockies last week. We'll probably yeah. see that. Uh, hey, at least I've got uh, – speaking of pitchers who have not had to do much today, Alec Manoa, Alec Manoa, 47 pitches through four spotless innings against the Royals. So uh, that was my one bet tonight. Uh, Royals team total under 3.5. Jays top of the fifth. And uh, they are oh, well, not really a nice catch made by Andrew Benintendi uh, in left field. So th- those are the bets that we- we've got going on right now. Sweat continues for Mr. Jeff Parles. Let's take a couple minutes, though. We haven't really had a chance to talk, not you and I, yet. Any NFL offseason uh, odds and thoughts and ideas in general. So NFL MVP for 2022. Market is uh, starting to take shape here. Josh Allen, not really a surprise, considering the Bills are Super Bowl favorites, that he would uh, be in line there to win the NFL MVP at a seven to one price. He was eleven to one a season ago. Mahomes nine to one. Aaron Rodgers, the leading favorite coming out of the NFC at ten to one. Herbert, Brady, I guess Rodgers and Brady, co-favorites out of the NFC. Joe Burrow, twelve to one. Russell Wilson, fourteen to one. And then on and on it goes. Interesting of note to see Deshaun Watson still on our 
first page at 28 to one, a guy who had, who had uh, yet, uh, yet another. It, we continue to see more and more uh, women filing civil uh, lawsuits against him. Don't know how that is even an option at this point to bet Watson at 28 to one. Uh, what uh, jumps out to you besides the fact that that is such a comical number? It's it's just hilarious on Watson. What what else stands yeah, out to you on this point? Yeah, again, if you if you bet Deshaun Watson at any point this offseason, what are you doing? You wasted in, your money in any of these markets. I, I mean, any, any market. I mean, comeback player of the year. He's five to one. Come, in. He's the second back, short insane. shot. Kelly, it's insane. insane. Comeback player of the year was the biggest waste of all because yes, you're gonna. The, 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 We've seen wacky things with voting awards. There is a negative chance that any reporter would vote him comeback player of the year, especially what he okay, what is he coming back from? He's coming back. He, he's coming <laughs> from, from, back from I mean, come on. It's ridiculous at this That's, point. Those yeah. numbers though, the only bet is Herbert. The only bet is Herbert. Because you look you look at the way that this goes here. I think Josh Allen is a little bit short. I also think if I think the one thing that is going to hurt Allen this year, that unless if he is so outrageously good and goes above an expectation that is set now where, look, the last time we saw him, it was as good of a quarterback game as we've seen anyone play. And it still wasn't enough. wasn't his fault, obviously. But I think Allen has to play at such a huge high standard that it's going to be hard for him to hit the expectations. So I don't want that. Mahomes, we have no idea what he's going to look like with no Tyree Kill. I mean, we expect him to still be elite of elite. He probably will be, but again, it may be a slow starty. You may be looking at a better number in about two months. Aaron Rodgers, same sort of thing. No Devontae Adams. I want to see what Green Bay's offense looks without Adams. So then it gets to the other two guys on the, the other few guys on the left side of that screen. It's Herbert. I, I think the Chargers are going on paper going into this year. The Bills and the Chargers are the two best teams in football. And Herbert, who took a big leap already from an unbelievable rookie season, I think he's ready for another leap where he goes from top five quarterback to maybe even top one quarterback in the league. So Herbert's the only guy I want. If you're betting Jalen Hurts at 18-1, to 1, find me. I'd, I'll, I'll take your, I'll take your bet. <laughs> I'll, I'll yeah. take that. Jalen Hurts is not winning the MVP, and if he does, well, something it, very strange is happening. Not only that, you can still get him five, 40 to 1 in other I, It spots. doesn't matter. Okay, at 40 to 1, I don't care. He's, still, he's not winning the MVP. Jalen Hurts is not winning the MVP for all those guys on that thing. Neither is Kyler Murray because he's not capable of playing 17 games healthy. No, and, and he doesn't want to be in Arizona. And he doesn't want to be there. I mean, I, I'd rather have Derek Carr or Lamar Jackson if you're going going with with, with those in the, in the low 20 to 1 range. Jackson, if he's healthy, could be the best quarterback in the NFL like he was in his MVP season. And Carr has his best friend back, and the first time he's truly had a great number one wide receiver. Wouldn't shock me if Derek Carr has a, a an MVP caliber season. Not saying he wins the award, but it wouldn't shock me if he does. There's a part of me that wants to sit here and say, like, and I, again, it's only June, so we don't really, we haven't really seen the whole offseason, you know, team by team narrative develop. But the the early returns, Jeff, are such that, and given what you talked about with the Chiefs offseason moves. I don't know that there's going to be a lot of buzz on the Chiefs this year, especially when you think about the Chargers. They're the hot upcoming new team. You have Russell Wilson in Denver. Going to be a lot of action on those two teams specifically. There is a part of me that wants to say, like, this is still an elite, elite passer who still has a lot of weapons. Sure, he doesn't have a guy who stretches the field in Tyreek Hill, who matters a lot. But and it's hard to really get there at, at that number at 9-1. to one, But there is a part of me, Jeff, that wants to say, Okay, could could this be a situation like we saw with Aaron Rodgers a couple of years ago, even though it's again totally different guys in completely different stages of their careers, where they just get no love at all from the betting markets and all of a sudden come out and just have a massive sort of FU type season? 
Russell Wilson is the other obvious one to me where we, we've had the conversation for so many years. Like, when will Russell Wilson finally win an MVP? Seahawks never really put him in a, you know, with the offensive play calling, never put him in a position to put up the numbers to do so. Now he goes to Denver in the, just the ultimate, I am going to throw the ball so many times down your throat, and I have so many weapons that the, the numbers will be gaudy, and everybody's going to say, what, what in the world was Pete Carroll doing all those years in oh, Seattle? Yeah. That's the one to me that, uh, that jumps out, Kelly. I don't I, know if you agree I mean, with I that. think there's – I think when you look at, like, this graphic, it's from Dak Prescott all the way shorter than this, like, it's, it's almost – like, any of those guys could win the MVP, right? Like, you could draw a line at sure. any, any of those guys possibly winning. I think when we talk about these awards at this point in the summertime, I always just think, man, just just if I if I was going to bet almost any of those guys, I'm just waiting until the end season. You could probably get a better number on them then, especially the guys that we see, you know, I mean, short, at 10 to 1 or shorter. I think you'd be able to get that. I, like, I, I get your guys' points. Herbert, Herbert's a guy I'm super high on, too, this season, Parles. Uh, and, and Ben, like, I mean, Mahomes, yeah, I don't think there's going to be a massive drop off with him. I think just at this point, if you're gonna bet if we're gonna bet anything, we talked about this on the show a little bit last week, uh, where we just looked at some longer shots, yeah. real longer shots to bet. So like I added a couple last week. It was Kirk Cousins at a hundred to one, Jameis Winston at two hundred to one. Just because those are numbers that you know are really not gonna get any shorter. Heck, they might get longer, you know what I mean, by the time if they're doing really bad in the season. But I'm not gonna be able to find a better number this summer, probably. Great point. I know I'm I'm not gonna be betting anything like, there's no way I'm betting anything preseason. I don't think, at least in, in this market, with the way the numbers. Uh, are, I'm not. Are, I'm not planning on it. I think that's that's a fair point. We'll update the hockey. We'll talk late baseball. A few games still to start. That is next as we continue here on Primetime Action. You are looking live at Primetime Action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. The MLB season is in full swing, and you can play ball with the Peacock MLB Sunday Leadoff Challenge. Just draft your players and compete for free. For up to $10,000 in prizes, visit DraftKings.com slash Peacock for more info. Don't just watch your shows. Peacock them. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Don't just watch your show, Jeff. Peacock them. Don't just make your bets, all right? Really bet them. And, unfortunately, you lost your first inning. Right, we're, 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 we're staring 0-2 in the face because the Nats didn't have the decency to throw a position player. You could, did you bet on uh, the odds of two – Bahamian players playing in the same game for the first time since 1961 because that's happening tonight. Well, I, didn't, I, didn't re- I didn't realize. Lucia, I, Lucius Fox and Jazz Chisholm. I didn't realize. Here's your first loser video, though, Chuck. The frozen oh, man. Hey, loser. But he made the basket. So Yeah, but it didn't drop through. No, I, I know. Jet, that kid can't get, he can't get his ball back ever. Yeah, a Cole Sulcer is summer. on for, uh, yeah, that's rough. For Miami, Jeff no, is we're, going we're, to need, we're, you need a run in the top of the ninth for the Nationals go, down 12-2. We're going 0-2, which means I'm going to have to chase with the Mets. I mean, that's oh, what's going to end up going to end up being having to do that, right? Are we hey, going to? Right, yeah. Should we try to? Do, <laughs> that do, is the that is the betting strategy we try I mean, to promote here it's, on Visa. Chase, chase, chase till you catch up. <laughs> At least if you bet the Mets, we have an excuse to we have an excuse to watch, which means you never know what you're going to get out of Gary Cohen and Keith Hernandez in the booth. Like uh, if anybody missed it, just look up what happened last night in the booth. Yeah, that was uh, that was some carnage. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly, you saw that, right? Oh. No, I did not. I did not. Oh, but, you got. But I'll show you during the ben break. Ben Wilson is actively looking for some live golf. Uh, Play-by-play uh, play, uh, possibilities. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, apparently Arlo White. Arlo White is, uh, uh, yeah. in the uh, Ted Lasso heel turn that you didn't expect. The Ted Lasso heel turn that you did not expect whatsoever. <laughs> Meanwhile, they're fighting fist to cuffs in Tampa oh, whoa. Bay. Oh wow! Whoa. Well, hard right to the right, right to the face. Oh, he comes back with a right underhook, 
And they're just wow, wow. a rare playoff hockey fight. Good for them. Wow, these guys, these guys, they're going at it. Still wow. going. Wow. Oh, not a rare. I always love when the hockey refs actually when they get when they finally fall to the ice when the hockey refs actually get in there. Yeah, that's when it's over. It's yeah, always yeah. always always really gotta good. get in there. And oh, they're, they're they're waving. They're oh, the crowd is into it. Like Kelly, you know this better than anybody. I mean, Floridians. Oh yeah, beautiful St. Petersburg. Nothing, nothing like it in hockey. Oh yeah, lovely uh, St. Petersburg. One nothing Tampa Bay on the Rangers. Eight thirty seven to go in the second period. There, lightning up to minus four twenty favorites. Live total down to four uh, with with even juice. At this point, uh, Rangers coming back plus 290 right now, even though uh, Rangers are out shooting the Lightning right now. A little bit surprising to see that. 17-11, to 11, only 10 saves to this point for Igor Shesterkin. I remember we talked about that prop, 45 grand at BetMGM on Shesterkin, over 32.5 saves tonight. That thing had gone from 29.5, or sorry, 28.5 in game one, 29.5 game two, 30.5 game three. Now it was all the way up to 33.5 for game four and just 10 saves so far. Uh, for Igor Shesterkin. We'll see. Uh, we'll see. You can need some more saves, at least. So that that would be it wouldn't be that bad of a night for you, Jeff, compared to that one one better if he you know loses forty five large on a save prop. Right, what are you talking about? Pearls bets that kind of money every night. Come on. All, all uh, I know is I just I think Miami just threw the ball into the dugout. Just, okay. I hope well, that can only it. be good for you. I hope they threw that into the dugout because if they did you throw it into the on. dugout, we got a man in on. second instead of first. What even happened here? See, this is the only reason we're paying attention to a 12-2 game. Oh, just trying to do too much. That was an interesting throw. Did it, go? did it actually go into the dugout? I hope it did. I don't know. You we'll are, you're you're one of maybe 17 people watching. Well, I'm definitely, uh, I'm definitely one. one uh, 17? That is why every 17, a 12-2 game in Miami at 930 <laughs> on a Tuesday night? Are you crazy? That is why there every, might be six people in, that, in Marlins Park. That is why I every one of these leagues has to love sports betting because you and about, yes, yeah, 17 other people out there in the world are sweating this game right now. Yeah. Live betting because Live. everything else is already determined here, Kelly. I don't know why anybody's still in the park. That, that oh, I'm, really I'm shocked at that. Uh, and your runner did get to second base. Uh, your go. New York Metropolitans, yes. Jeff, who are, I mean, what an outstanding start. Legitimately to the good been. baseball team. Legitimately man. good baseball team. Largest division lead of anybody in baseball. Uh, this is a game gets underway in about five minutes. Taiwan Walker, who's been excellent against you, Darvish. Two pitchers who've been really, really solid. It's why we see uh, the lowest total on the board of, of basically any of these night games, seven and a half. Little juice. To the over, as you see on your screen, at minus 115. A couple books, including DraftKings, has this an eight total, with Juice coming back the other way on the under at minus 115. Darvish, Walker, uh, the Mets, split a four-game set from the Dodgers over the weekend. Win game started by Julio Urias and Walker Bueller, then just pound the Padres to smithereens 11-5 last night. And so all the questions, Jeff, on, on your uh, New York Mets was, all right, after be- beating up on a lot of subpar competition, how would that translate to a really, really tough a West Coast series, good start. Does that continue tonight now as a, a shortly-priced dog? I, I Look, you, you've actually had a very nice road trip. If you've been betting the Mets all five games so far, you're well up, even with the two losses at the beginning of, of the road trip in L.A. Uh, they're uh, p- plus 160 on Saturday against Bueller, a little bit shorter than that on Sunday. And then last night they were a small dog, and uh, they totally tormented Blake Snell in that first inning, made him throw over 40 pitches. I would only I would only take the price with the Mets. I wouldn't lay with the Padres, who I, I, I think, Ben, just from a perspective of the Dodgers and the Mets, and I guess you can throw your Brewers in there, even though their lead is dwindling in the NL Central over the Cardinals. 
if you end up in a scenario where you get a five-game series, let's say you get one of those top two seeds, and you get the Padres in a five-game series, I know Tatis will be back by then. Scar! You would be lightning. Lightning are up 2-0 uh, on a goal there by their top line. But, Ben, but ben I would want to see the Padres, if I'm a top team, just the way that their roster is built. Even though they have, obviously, Tatis, when he's, when he's healthy, he's MVP caliber. Machado was the MVP favorite for a little bit there before Betts overtook him the last few weeks. I think the Padres, if they end up in the postseason, are the team that you want to see if you're the Mets or the Dodgers. Uh, for tonight, though, I would only take, and I, I think that total is too low, Mets are hitting. Mets are really hitting. Uh, at ben and and the Padres again hit the Mets bullpen last night to at least make that game close for a minute. And then Eduardo Escobar's triple to get the eleventh cycle in Mets history uh, got got put that game on ice. But I, Mets are legitimately good. The Mets and the Dodgers to me, the Mets, Dodgers, and Yankees. I'll throw the, those three teams in. Mm-hmm. I think those three teams are a step above everybody else in baseball. And then it's the collection that includes the Padres, the Brewers. I'll throw the Cardinals in there. I'll throw I think that's up. That's fair. That's totally I'll, fair. I'll, I actually throw Houston in that top crew with the others uh, at, at the top of the league. But oh, we'll see. Man. Oh, oh, they do. Are we oh, gonna get? Are we, here, oh. <laughs> I'm sweating Come out your bet. I D- thought he'd D- Come on, challenge it down ten runs. Challenge it. <laughs> oh, he's gonna yeah, do it. Yes. <laughs> on a little, a little bleeder to the they, right they, side. I can't, it, it looks I can't, like I can't believe Davey Martinez is actually <laughs> challenging. Yeah, how is he challenging? Down by like ten runs. D- the only person who cares about he it. He's. He's safe. He's safe. I mean, but, but, I mean, <laughs> challenging it down 10 runs. Every, the umpire's clear. Uh, for, I don't blame the first base umpire for getting that wrong. If I were umpiring at first base, if it is even remotely yeah, let's close, yeah. let's get the heck out of here in a 10 run game and, oh, and make God. the Nats challenge it. I can't believe Martinez is actually challenging this. So, slow roller from a D strange Gordon to Jazz Chisholm. I mean, he, I he mean on clearly, the one angle, he's clearly safe. Clearly safe. safe. I mean, it's just. I mean, Depend- you respect the hustle. I mean, he's, he's definitely oh, safe. He's, the ball is not even close to touching Jesus Aguilar's <laughs> glove. So there's going to be runners on the corners for Jeff. Did the guy Two from outs. second score at least? I don't oh, no, so. I don't think so. I'm I guessing he just so. advanced a third. He didn't, he didn't, know, he didn't actually that, keep running like no you're idea. supposed to in that scenario. Don Who cares if he gets thrown out? I can't believe he challenged that. He's down by 10 runs. <laughs> <laughs> just get out of here. It doesn't matter. Yeah, he's that on one, third. One, he's one, one, on third. One, one, one ridiculous person is an over 14 and a half bet. This actually would turn into an all-time great win now if this wins. You now need an overturned call and then also another hit because yes, I, the runner stopped at third. Yes. It's okay. But he's clearly. Uh, the this umpire is like, so mad. The umpire is like so mad. Don Mattingly is like, what are we doing? <laughs> the call is safe. Runners are out in the corners with two outs. Jeff has over 14 and a half live. I have Lance, it's up to game. Lance Thomas for me. One spot right, away from Soto. Let's go. I can't believe, I, I can't believe he challenged that. I didn't know Dee Gordon can't. was still playing. The guys, down, the guys downstairs, I had to ask them who Will Zalatoris of Major League Baseball was batting right now because he was so skinny. Jeremy's yeah. like, I think that's D. Gordon. I'm like, D. there's Gordon. no way he's still playing baseball. So oh, I learned that tonight. I can't believe he challenged. Seriously, <laughs> he challenged the play down 10 runs on the final out of the game. <laughs> that's one of the great. That's uh, one of the most ridiculous. Oh, not now. Oh, he's oh, just going to ground oh, out in the field. No, that was so field boring. So Are you lame. kidding me? First we pitch just, field We, we get choice. the challenge down 10, and we get that. That's so Another lame. loser video yeah, for give me, one. Give me, give me, give me something Barrels. else. <laughs> that's so lame, though. Boom. Oh, I have not seen that. Oh, I actually that, like that. that. I haven't seen that, that yet. That is really painful. Wow. Can we just, I, like. 
all right, whatever. The, the bet is lost. But can we just get over – I can't get over the fact that we just had a major league manager challenge a call down 10 runs when his team had absolutely no chance of coming back. <laughs> like, what are we doing here? Yeah, like, I, I, I know it helped me for about 15 seconds. This is, this is, this but, is also the great example when people like to throw out umpire stats, right, of, like, you know, what their AT, you know, what records are and everything. This is why the away umpire thing never makes any sense, right? That guy was ready to get the heck out of here. I don't blame he, him. He wasn't going to send this to the bottom of the inning. It wasn't going to happen. Jeez. That is so that is so ridiculous. Uh, I, I can't believe that actually happened. Oh, man. We're going to wrap up the show next. Talk more uh, late action. We'll talk uh, Rockies, Giants next. Update you on NHL. Kucherov a goal here on Primetime Action. You are looking live at Primetime Action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Back for our final segment on primetime action with Jeff Parles, Ben Wilson, and Kelly Bidlin behind the glass here from our South Point Studios. A couple of games have gone final in the baseball, unfortunately for Jeff Parles. So we, we needed unfortunate one Unfortunate night for me. Fortunate. Of course, fortunate and of course night for me. You had your yes run first inning in Detroit and uh, Pittsburgh, and there was a run scored in the second inning uh, right after that, uh, that, that very quick six-up, six-down top of the first. 12-2 uh, Marlins is after Don Mattingly came out and said after a closed-door team meeting, yeah, the guys might be a little flat tonight. Uh, the, the betting market <laughs> ran to the window to bet the Nationals, and, uh, and, the, and the Marlins promptly crush Washington as a dollar sixty-seven to, to one seventy consensus favorite in that one. Uh, Kyle Wright and the Braves they take down Cole Irvin and the A's is a massive uh, two dollars sixty favorite. So the the A's uh, Jeff after a very bright start to the season at Bed three six five we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I bet you're smart. Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story with the kind of reporting that you can only get from The Washington Post. You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. Go find it now and hit follow. Uh, now are 20 and 37, so I feel pretty good about my under 69 and a half uh, win total there. Those were a couple games that just went final, uh, as well as Cal Quantrill and the Guardians over John Gray and the Rangers earlier. That went final while we were on the air. That was game one of a doubleheader. 6-3 for Quantrill and the Guardians is a $1.22 favorite. Uh, as, as far as the NHL, we have a 2-0 lead now. Nikita Kucherov scoring in the second period. Lightning 2, Rangers nothing, 3-0-2 to go in the period. Uh, the Lightning at this point now nearly 1,500 live favorites. Four and a half is your total, but uh, in kind of an interesting situation. I thought for a second, Jeff, it was an injury to Andre Vasilevsky. <laughs> I'm but fascinated It by appears this. as though his skate, injury, his skate yeah. was lodged in something. Yes, and I think it became untied or, or laces broke or something. So Ooh. that's what's going on right now. I'm surprised that doesn't happen more to be Yeah, yeah. So he is NHL. like bent over at the bench. He's up now. But I All think right, he's good. I think they were replacing laces or just either tying them back up. 
But he's 20, good. Vasilevsky heading back to the net. Heading back to the net. 20 saves for Vasilevsky. He has made 30 consecutive saves since the last goal uh, <clears throat> allowed for Vasilevsky. So as of right now, we are looking like a Lightning 2-2 scoreline is, uh, at least in this series, 2-2 for the Lightning and Rangers is going uh, to be imminent. Wanted to make sure before we, we get too much later, Jeff, uh, our guy Ryan Hyatt at Ryan Hyatt Media, question of the night for our crew here. Is there great value in a sport like college baseball that is lightly covered, or is it a challenge to bet because lines and props can be all over the place? What's uh, the value play? To which I would say, uh, if as long as you're not trying to get down a lot of money, <laughs> it is a good value play because b- books understand they like they can't keep up with the people that really, really follow this stuff all season. So limits are lower, but there are opportunities to be had. And if you've watched the way some of the line moves have taken place in in college baseball regionals to this point. I mean, these lines are coming out, and there have been pretty massive steam moves uh, almost right away. I talked about how there was a total that got to bet up six runs to the over yesterday in Arkansas, Oklahoma State. Uh, and, and there's so many examples, and it's largely because limits are lower. Books understand they're going to value those early bets. Uh, I, Vasilevsky I Jeff, back to uh, the bench. Oh, sorry. he's back. To, oh, we, had, we had to do something again for the laces. Are you sure it was the laces and not a skate edge? Uh, no, I'm not sure. Going? I'm not sure. Something Kelly's just kind of he's just bloviating about potential. <laughs> Kelly's a hockey expert after he won that team total. Last I don't know. Some with the skate, Jeff. I don't know. <laughs> Something with the skate. I mean, I mean, again, again. Uh, remember, if the, if Kelly had started looking at the Montreal Canadiens two months earlier, we could be talking about a whole different <laughs> thing right now. We're talking about a whole, whole different thing. Uh, so, so that's my answer to Ryan's uh, question, Jeff. I, I don't know, and I don't know if you're going to have any action on super regionals, but we've both found. I, we haven't gone crazy, but there have been certain spots that we've looked to uh, to, to to attack so far. Yeah, I, look, there there are <laughs> some of these totals got totally out of control for these first weekends, and some of them you could bet unders, and you ended up winning pretty comfortably. And then there were situations like Oklahoma State and Missouri State, where even though the, both of those teams are eliminated from the tournament, they're still scoring runs against each other. So it, it is just one of those where, again, I think the point you made. And this is the unfortunate nature of the beast, but don't be upset if you get limited here. Like, if you get limited mm-hmm. to a a, a, a a stupid low amount, like something like $20, yes, that's ridiculous. But it, there are going to be lower no, there are going to be lower limits on these things because, again, less less people bet on them, less people are interested in them. And it kind of goes for, like, other, like, smaller soccer leagues across the world and when uh, I mean, if you're going through the side of your DraftKings or your FanDuel app and you see French handball on there, mm-hmm. you're, you're not going to get a, down a lot of action right. on French handball. Yeah, ben, the same to your, thing. ben, to your point, yeah, a couple of these have moved already from, from what we showed earlier. You got, uh, let's see, you've got North Carolina, Arkansas. That's minus 115 each side now. Not a ton of movement there. Texas A&M still at minus 140. Uh, let's see, Oregon State, where is that game on there? We didn't have Am I missing that? Oregon, Oregon State, State's uh, minus one fifty-five on the uh, okay. That's still on, saying on the graphic, Te- yeah. Texas minus one seventy. Ole Miss minus one twenty. Tennessee minus three eighty now, and then you got Stanford up to minus three ten. So you've seen some mm. big, mo- big, big, big uh, you know, movement on that last. It's one. It's funny. I was going to say I'm not. That might be. I know they're not the biggest favorite, but that's probably to me, uh, Jeff, the largest mismatch of any super regional. I know. Not giving I know, the Huskies a chance. Not giving the Huskies a chance. That, and I know like Notre Stanford Dame. Should, Notre, Stanford shouldn't even be here. They probably shouldn't, which is will probably sweep easily and go to the go to the World Series. Like Notre Dame is a really really good team, and Tennessee has had to scratch and claw their way through some of these uh, some of these games. Had a big comeback against Georgia Tech, uh, and I, like I get it, why they're minus three seventy. I'm just just saying, I would be more. Tennessee's I would, winning that series. I would, man. yeah, they, you're right. They, they 
probably winning the series. That uh, that that is fair. Uh, like, like I said earlier, A and M minus one forty. That's that's kind of the lean I have right now. I have not made any wagers, but keep in mind these are just for the who is actually going to come out of the regional. We'll see lines come out for individual games likely tomorrow. At which point you're going to see a lot of movement, a lot a lot quicker on uh, on that stuff. So just yeah, the other the, the, the other one that's interesting is taking a shot on set on Southern Miss in Hattiesburg. They are at home. Like you said, Ole Miss was a team that probably shouldn't have been in the field. They ended up getting in as the final team and steamrolled through the Coral Gables region of things at uh, A-Rod Field there. I know Kelly's been there plenty of times. But, oh, yeah. A uh, couple but, times, yeah. But, but it, that's one of those where Southern Miss escaped in a regional in the final game of the regional against LSU in, in order to get to this spot. You get a chance to go up against Big Brother and Ole Miss in your own building that's one of those I would consider looking at if you're getting a plus price still on the on the Golden Eagles of Southern Miss. Uh, yeah, no, I, I'm with you there. That's not uh, that's not bad at all. I'm I'm I got to be tempted. I've rode Oklahoma. I had plus two sixty five in the Gainesville Regional. Plus one sixty against Vitek is is intriguing. If nothing else, because Oklahoma, we had this conversation with Gil when when, uh, when you were out last week, Jeff. Oklahoma should have been a regional host, but because the committee decided to set the top sixteen seeds before they even played their conference championship game. They, were, they weren't even able to play their way in. So the committee just decided we're going to set the top 16 before a major conference even plays its final championship game. So Oklahoma was not allowed to host a regional, even though they finished the season ranked in the top 10 by, by most publications and in most metrics. So they come out of the Gainesville Regional, and it would not look – Vatek is really, really good, top five team. But I, wouldn't be, I would not be stunned if Oklahoma at the very least forced a, a third and decisive game in the, in the Blacksburg Regional. So, so that's why Georgia six. Southern was randomly hosting a regional instead. Yes. Georgia, Georgia Southern, who, who, had the third, uh, who had the third shortest odds out of the four teams as a, as a host. As a host. In yeah. their own, they were plus 265 in their own regional. Uh, Notre Dame came out of that one at, uh, at plus 145. So anyway, going to be really fascinating. Uh, and, but I think Ryan brings up a good point. You're trying to find niche sports that you can kind of take advantage in and I will, you know, we'll, we'll see how, uh, how that, all, that all breaks down. Uh, we have gone to the second, end of the second period, by the way, in uh, Tampa Bay. So our final thoughts on this game here. Uh, two zip, end of the second. Tampa minus 1,800. If you want to lay two and a half goals, Jeff, you got to lay a minus 120 here total of four. But as we talked about pre, uh, pre-game, I mean, a lightning series bet at plus as it was coming in at, at plus 120, or even just a flyer on the lightning at 5-1 to one to win the cup was probably the play overlaying it. Now, you feel pretty good right now, even if he did lay it or took a puck line here. But you got to like where you're at. If you're the Lightning surviving the way you did down 2-0 in the series, down 2-0 at home in game three, now you're in a position where you have all the momentum back on your side going to MSG, assuming you hold on here for game five on Thursday. Like I said, it felt like that series flipped in the third period. That was the chance. That was the chance to land a knockout blow for the Rangers, and they blew it. They had the opportunity and uh, Tampa was able to Tampa, – Tampa showed why they're back-to-back champs, Ben. So yeah. I, I don't want anything now on this. If anything, maybe if this thing remains 2 nothing a little bit deep, maybe you, you lay the 2.5 and, and hope for an empty netter and it'll go 3 nothing. But this kind of has the feel that Vasilevsky's not letting anything in tonight. Yeah, it, live, it's kind of what it feels like. Yeah, the live numbers right now. If you, I mean, I'm with you, Jeff. You wouldn't want to do that till later in the period, but you could lay two and a half at minus one twenty right now. On the money line, if you wanted to come back on the Rangers side, you can catch plus two and a half at minus one ten. On the money line, you can get plus eight fifty with them if you're if you're feeling feeling lucky. Uh, live total set at four, mm-hmm. juice to the over minus one thirty. All right. 
Carlos Rodon gives up a run on the first. I, I mentioned we we're going to talk about this game. Rodon gives up a run on the first inning to the Rockies. Giants, huge favorites tonight. 1-0 top of the first. Giants already just a minus 135 live. You want, want any part of that? Rockies have been horrific away from Coors Field. No? Staying away. No? Staying away. Let's get a better price. Not, so you're not chasing on that? No, I didn't, thankfully I didn't chase <laughs> no on the chasing. Mets because Taiwan Walker gave up a homer to Yurks and Profar at the bottom of the first one of the Padres. Well, my sweat will now commence because the, the Royals have the bases loaded uh, two outs, bottom of the sixth, and Alec Manoa. We'll see if they keep him in. Two nothing Blue Jays. I've got that team total under three and a half for the Royals. So we'll, we will see. I've been an absolute blast. A pleasure here hanging out on the desk for these past couple of days with you, Kelly Bidlin, and for you tonight, uh, Jeff Parles, Matt Brown back uh, tomorrow. Who's with, who's with Matt tomorrow, Kelly? Wes Reynolds. Wes rest Reynolds. Of the week. Let's go. Wes and Matt, rest of the week. Uh, that will be very, very awesome. Thanks to the whole crew downstairs. We have the nightcap coming up next. Tim Murray, Sean King. Keep it tuned here to VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare <laughs>